friend. Welcome to Pink Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Clayton. This is the show where we talk about working moms, women, and all things girl power. Hi, welcome to the episode. Today I have Stephanie Woodward with me, and she's a videographer and photographer. And she did an awesome video for my family with with my kids and followed my kids around and it was precious. It is a treasure, seriously. Um, but I'll have her introduce herself and um, talk about her background and her business a little bit. Hi, I'm Stephanie um, and I am a family photographer. I specialize in, um, it's, I don't know, I have a hard time finding words for it sometimes, <laughs> but storytelling photography, family photojournalism. Um, I love photographing the everyday life of families and making videos of it. Love that. Well, and like I said, I love ours because I think you did such a beautiful job of just capturing them playing like my three kids. (laughs) Just, you were so awesome. And I love that you just, um, followed them while they played and then. We had that, like so many, t- the ordinary moments, you forget to capture those, right? Yeah, yeah. that was so fun. I was in heaven. Your oh, girls are so, so cute. Awesome. <laughs> You're so nice. So how did you get started? Like, what's your background and what made you start your own business? Yeah, and um, so in high school, I tried, uh, I was in the yearbook class and they were holding auditions for the photographer and I knew nothing about photography, but I just suddenly like really wanted to do it. So I tried it and I loved it and I remember just like the high of having my camera, like going around at the football game and capturing all these photos and then okay. using them on the cover of the yearbook. And it was just so fun. But then after that, um, my dad really encouraged me to go into photography, like study in college and business. And I thought it was way too impractical. So instead <laughs> I became a teacher. I got an early childhood education degree, but I never used it. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, so it started when my my baby was born, which is a lot of photographers' story. Uh, <laughs> I started getting really frustrated that the pictures that I was taking of her didn't... I felt like they didn't look like her. Like, they didn't look like what I wanted to capture of her, you know? So, I was so uh, my mother-in-law gave me her old DSLR when she got a new one. So it was super old, but I just started learning how to use it, took online classes, studied about light, and just that's how it began. And then I just had so much fun that I wanted to photograph other families and then just kind of started from there. That's awesome. <laughs> I did early childhood too. Did you? And it oh. was like, sim- like I thought I was going to go that route yeah. and then ended up going like more special ed. But isn't it funny oh, how yeah, you like, yeah. you go in one direction and yeah. you try to do something practical, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. And then like things change. So, um... When you, what types of classes did you take? Like, were you looking for like free classes or were you investing in classes when you started? Um, I did learn all I could from all, there's so many blog posts and different, there's tons of education out there. I learned a lot that way and just by following other photographers and looking at their work, but I improved leaps and bounds when I finally invested in some courses on light, especially. Mm-hmm. I already learned, I learned how to shoot in manual, but when I actually paid for courses in how to see light and use light, then that is when I started improving like crazy. Yeah. So I definitely agree in investing some education. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when did you start doing the videography portion of it? So that stemmed from, 
Um, well, so back when I was started taking family photos, I started getting a little bit frustrated that I couldn't photograph other families the way I was photographing my own kids at home. Because mm. that's what I loved. I loved capturing them, you know, painting and making toilet paper messes and with their messy faces <laughs> and just yeah, real life, yeah. you know. And um, I just felt like I was doing what a million other people were doing. I was like, anyone, I, I don't know. Okay, I shouldn't say that. Not anyone can do this. But I felt, I just started getting frustrated with, mm. it. I just didn't, I didn't love it as much. So, um, and then one day I was scrolling on Instagram. I remember I was laying in bed scrolling on Instagram and I come across some, I can't even remember who it was, some, you know, mom influencer person. Yeah, yeah. And all of her pictures were just like so picture perfect and her house looks so perfect and her kids were so cutely dressed. And it started making me so angry that I literally like threw my phone across the room. <laughs> I love this. I love this. That's it's awesome. just like my life does not look like this. Yes. So I just had this huge internal struggle of like I love capturing real life but my life does not look like that mm-hmm. and I felt like it needed to in order to be good enough to be to be shared, right? right I felt like right, it, right, right. it needed to look like that. So I mm-hmm. I found a genre of photography called documentary photography. Mm-hmm. Documentary family photography which is basically like photojournalism for love. families. And I just fell in love with it because I was seeing, I'm like, oh my gosh, look, these people have like real houses and the real lives like I do. And it was more like emotion based and capturing connection and moments that you want to remember. So I started getting into that sort of photography and then that kind of just led to videos because I saw a lot of people using videos in that same genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just felt like they added such a new level, you know. So then I started learning video. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. I love that. I'm so glad you brought up Instagram because I love Instagram, but I totally get that. Yeah. And I've, I want to start a hashtag. I've, I've used it a couple of times, but I want to use it more like be real on Instagram because mm-hmm. I feel like, or be real on Insta because I feel like so that I think that's why social media can really cause issues, especially yeah. with us moms yes. is we're like comparing and we're, oh yeah, and we're thinking, we see only one thing. We don't see the behind the scenes, but like exactly. so much of worth capturing, especially with our kids is like the mess and uh, the real and the funny yeah. and the, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and when you, whenever, I don't know about you, but whenever I'm trying to get family pictures, there's like yelling and screaming and anger and then yeah. like this beautiful picture comes out and it's like if only people knew <laughs> yes exactly but I love that realness because I think it helps us connect more as moms yes. to just be like or just as people yeah. like we're real like I'm not alone definitely life is hard exactly. <laughs> yes, yes 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 and Amen. I think you do that so beautifully like I found how I found you is our dance teacher oh, yeah. had a video yeah. on her website, uh-huh. and I think you had just observed a class and yeah. like followed her around. Uh-huh. But it was so beautiful because it was it was um, early childhood, yeah. so they were little, uh-huh. and you just showed like a day in the life of a dance class, <laughs> and you know you could see the kids um, just hopping and skipping and. You know, none of them were like perfect, and it was beautiful because we think that is beautiful. Yeah, you know, exactly. And yes. um, just to see her in her studio, it was it was magical, and I was like, oh my gosh, who is this that does this beautiful work? I've got to like 
meet her and work with her. And <laughs> You're so sweet. Well, I'm so glad you did. <laughs> totally. Well, and we will have to share our story. It's kind of funny. <laughs> so originally had you come to do like a promo video for me, but yeah. I was like totally new in business. I hadn't rebranded. I was yeah. like doing everything as a virtual yes. assistant. A hard time narrowing yeah. Down, a hard time narrowing down the message. Yeah. yeah. And you were so great, but it was like not going anywhere. Like you were <laughs> awesome, but it was me that was like, I don't know how to capture what I do. Like, I don't really know what I do. I don't know what my passion is. And so I feel bad you spent hours like trying (laughs) trying to capture something. But (laughs) finally, I was just like, you know what? Let's just um, let's just have you do like a lifestyle one, just a kid one. And I will just share it on my private page because, you know, I want to protect my the identity of my kids. But it turned out so good, and I was like, oh, I don't need a promo video. I needed this. I'm so glad. So you were so awesome to work with me. But I think that's, you know, in the beginning where you're just not sure, like, what your niche is, what your groove is. Do you feel like you've found, like, your niche with capturing family life and capturing a snapshot? Yes, 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 which just feels so good. Like, it takes so long, right? Everybody has to go through that. You start somewhere. It yeah. took me a while to figure out how to do that. and But yes, when you find something you love doing, it's so much more rewarding. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, and about how long, we talked about this before, but maybe just tell the listeners, about how long does it take you after you filmed a family, usually take like, well, maybe just explain the process okay. of filming a family. Okay. Yeah. So um, sometimes, so usually it's about a two hour session. Um, sometimes clients want photos and videos. Sometimes it's just video or just photos. But, um, so for the video, I just take a lot of clips. <laughs> they just do, ac- they usually choose some activities to do that they want to remember about that time in their life or about their kids, what their kids love doing. So we kind of have a list of things we go through and they just do the activities like, you know, painting, drawing with chalk, blowing bubbles, eating breakfast, different times of day, different things. And, um, so I'm just taking like sometimes five to 10 second clips, sometimes longer on my camera. And then I go home and I, the hardest part is sifting through all of those clips (laughs) and I start feeling like I'm a really, like, I'm really bad at it because (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, I got nothing. But really I did. It just takes a long time (laughs) to sift through the other stuff to find the good moments, you know? So then I... I go through all those, I call them all down, and then I edit, put music to it, and kind of turn it into, you know, the story that we want to tell, and edit the color, and it takes a long time. (laughs) You were saying it takes about a month. Yeah. You tell the families, it'll take me about a month to get, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, just all the editing, and the sifting, and the, yeah. Yeah, exactly, Uh uh-huh. And it's really, it's really, um, photos are faster. Photos I usually have in a week or two, but videos take, I tell about four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. It's really like, um, ener- it takes a lot of emotional energy oh is what I'm realizing the videos do. They take more. And so I can't sit there for as long and work on it. You know, I have to like take more breaks and come back to it and take more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're capturing like. I've seen some of your other ones, you know, like s'mores or mm-hmm. like you were saying, a morning routine or something. But you're you're capturing this memory. That's a lot of pressure yeah. to like capture <laughs> this memory and make it 
like real but also magical yeah. you know uh-huh. and I mean no wonder it takes a lot of energy <laughs> so what advice would you do you have for like someone starting out in videography or photography like right now what what advice like maybe what you would tell your younger self yeah um probably just be patient with yourself practice 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 it takes a long time to figure out what you love and what you're good at but once you do like I say there's room for everybody there are so many different little you know uh specialties and there's just room for every personality I've loved watching all of my photographer friends and see what each one of them end up specializing in and like how well they do and it's it's awesome so there's room you just have to figure out who you are and what you're passionate about yeah well and sometimes um, it takes a minute, you know, you got to kind of try a bunch of things yes, exactly. to figure out what you like, you yeah. know, and in all my classes I've taken since starting my business, it's been like, you got to find your niche, you got to find your niche. And I'm like, well, for a while it was like, well, I have no idea yet. <laughs> yeah. No, I felt like that too for a while. And I did, I did try a few different things, you know, and I remember, I remember taking a class and they were talking about how once you find your niche, you'll start buying your kids clothes that fit that and like fit the color scheme that you like to shoot and everything mm. and that just like really stressed me out and then yeah. I realized oh wait that's not me <laughs> yes. I can't do that I just, yeah, yeah. that is stressful no pressure right yeah. I'm glad you bring up kids um how do you this is something that really fascinates me just being a working mom myself and a mompreneur you know how do you find that balance like the work home balance because that is really tricky yeah Yeah, it's really really hard and it's changed a lot as my kids have been in different stages when they were little I have I think the biggest key for me is setting working hours and sticking to them Mm. I have a really I mean sometimes I do it obviously but I have a hard time with uh, bouncing back and forth and working while my kids are there wanting my attention. And then I just feel like my attention is split all day and I never really get anything done. And we all end up frazzled and angry. So (laughs) (laughs) when they were younger, I used to, uh, trade just babysitting with a friend. So they'd go over there, especially, you know, uh, well, yeah, just when they were, didn't have school, they'd go over there for a few hours, a couple times a week, and that'd be my working time. And then I have always worked once they're in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, now my youngest is in kindergarten, so it's a lot easier to have those set hours, yeah. kind of. But it's still hard to keep yeah. to them. Like, I feel like at least three times a week there's something that comes up right? in those, during those hours. I mean, it's only, like, what, two and a half hours, so it's really? Still, like, <laughs> yeah, like, disappointment. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. disaster in the house or something. Yep, yeah. exactly, yeah. yep. Totally. And soon we'll be starting all over, and I don't know what it's going to look like, but we'll figure it yes. out as we go. <laughs> yes. So Stephanie's expecting another little one, and yes. congrats on that. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm really bad at setting the hours. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's, hard. it's really hard because you think, oh, I'll just shut it off. And then you're like, oh, the creativity is flowing. I and know. you're like, ah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and there are definitely times when I'm just like in the mode and being really productive. So I just tell the kids, you know, I need to edit for a while. And sometimes you just have to turn on a movie and not feel guilty yeah, about it. Exactly. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is what I need to do right, right. now. <laughs> well, and I think it's good for our kids or maybe I just tell myself that like I but I do I think it's good for our kids to see us like having a career and working and Mm -hmm. especially the girls I think it's good for them to know like oh they can have a family and they can work and they you don't have to choose and 
yeah it's tricky but you can still do yeah 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 I agree too and sometimes when they get frustrated with me going on you know leaving them with the babysitter and going on shoots and stuff we talk about why I do this you know and I earn money and this this is how you get to take ballet or you know go on a vacation or do whatever and then they start appreciating that more and understanding that oh we have to work for the things that we get right (laughs) yeah totally well and I think it just makes it real for them yeah exactly that's Uh not just everything is handed to them I think it's good for them to know there's like value behind what they do and yeah yeah yeah. exactly well thank you so much for chatting and sharing did you want to share any um other advice or last minute anything or don't think so. I can't, well, can't think of anything. No, you're fine. Thank you so much for chatting. I I just love what you do. Oh, and but, oh yeah, go ahead. Um, challenges. You had asked about oh, like I'm challenges so and rewards of business. Yeah. That yeah, I was thinking about that a lot because I think it's something that a lot of people can relate to. But I think the biggest challenge that I've had and still have like every single day is just self doubt. Like yeah. And I realize that every other challenge in my business stems from that because it's like this. A constant on rotation identity crisis of like, yes. <laughs> you know, like oh, I'm not, I'm not good enough. Why, you know, like either, why are they hiring me or what? I don't know. Or why didn't this? Why did this person go to someone else? You know, like constant. Yeah. Or like, um, getting stuck in like, oh, I need to stay in this one genre so I can't show these others. I don't know. Just this, you know, struggle. Yeah. And then that leads to like I hate social you know like social media stresses me out because I'm like a, deciding like what to share and what to say super super hard takes like somewhat just like sucks the energy out of me yes yes <laughs> and then um and also stemming from that is uh, the business side of it is always super hard mm-hmm. like uh charging people yeah. and sticking to that and feeling like I just want to do it for free. I want to get every, I give everyone a super good deal. But then at the same time, like I have super limited resources yes. with time and, you know, I need to be making money for my family. So it's, yeah, that's definitely an ongoing struggle. Yes. <laughs> something that I hope I'm figuring out with time. Well, I'm so glad you brought up the struggles. I totally spaced chatting about that, but that's perfect. Cause I think, um, we all struggle with self-doubt for yeah, sure. Yeah. And if you don't, I think you're you're you probably need to like reevaluate <laughs> because I think it's totally normal, you know. And to stay up yeah. on in your field, mm-hmm. it's a constant. Yeah, it is. It's constant. It's just like the pro- I think yeah. it's just the process of art making in general yes. and any, anything, you know. It's it's like you never arrive. I don't That's think true. you ever arrive at a place where you're like, oh, okay. Like, I'm perfect at this. I know it all. I can't get any better. You know, it's yes. always seeing the flaws and real, seeing how you can improve and wanting to learn and do better, and, yes. which is a good thing, but can also be stressful. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, and I love what you said about um, charging people what you're worth and saying I yeah. have limited time. Like, I don't know about you, but I feel like it's probably a good thing that I'm a mom and I have limited time because I think creativity comes to me more because yeah. I'm, like, under pressure. I don't mm. know. I work better under pressure for some reason. Yeah. But it's, like, if we had all the time yeah. all day, then maybe, like, the ideas wouldn't come as quickly. Because, yeah. I don't know, I've, I've found that it's almost 
a good a blessing in disguise yes, sometimes exactly to be like i have this limited time you're gonna use it wisely and you're gonna yeah it's true yeah. it's a little yeah. more pressure to use your time wisely yeah. yeah for sure and i do think yeah sometimes i work better under pressure but there are also so many rewards and it's good for me to remember that too you have to have the balance yeah what are some of the rewards would you um say? i there's nothing more rewarding than hearing back from my clients about um just like I just recent like this week delivered a couple of videos and both the moms like just responding that it made them cry and made them <laughs> my sweet clients my, my sweet friends told me that she watched the video over and over and over again and then went and ugly cried in the shower oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> she said it just helped her see the beauty and the ordinary and the struggle and the chaos you know and I love being able to do that for moms yes. and another one she just had her sixth baby and has been super stressed out and she said that she said I decided that you're my secret weapon in seeing the beauty in the <laughs> struggle of motherhood yes. <laughs> which I love and yes. I feel like for me too it, so there, that's super rewarding and that's why I do it obviously you know is because I just am so passionate about that about yeah Showing people that their life is good enough just how it is and showing them the beauty and the struggle. I feel like for me, um, even when I make videos of my own family, still, it's like the best antidote for comparison for me because living my life day to day, it's so easy for me to see the flaws and see how so-and-so is better than me in this way and this way and this way, you know? But then when I make a video and I can see those moments, I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) my life is so great. Like, what am I complaining about? Yes. Yeah. I love that. That is such a good, like, motto, like, see the beauty in the ordinary. Yeah. That's powerful. I love that one. It's really powerful. I have this. Well, I used to have it, like, in multiple places in my house, but life does not have to be perfect to be wonderful. That's kind of the quote that I just, like, clung to when I was finding my need how do you say that word? Niche? I say niche, but <laughs> niche. I've heard other people say it differently. Okay. So I don't know. <laughs> I've, been, I've been like avoiding saying it. <laughs> Anyways, when I was trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to do, I was like, I want this. I want to show people that their life does not have to be perfect to be wonderful. Yes. Love yeah. that. So I hope that I stick to that. Sometimes that's, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I love. No, I think that's a, that's a great note to end on too like find (laughs) life doesn't have to be perfect to be wonderful and I think we deceive ourselves sometimes in our culture and just as women like we've got to be perfect we got to look perfect but yeah really the beauty comes in the chaos and the ordinary and the mundane well and I feel like that's how we connect more and that's how Mm -hmm. we can help each other too is when we're willing to share the not so great parts of our lives yeah I had a friend I love this visual she did. She did in a, um, like a lesson. She had a package of pasta mm-hmm. and it was all tied up um, in a, or, yeah, it was just in a bag package, you know, and she said, what good can this do you unless you open it up? Like it's in this neat, pretty little package, but it can't do you any good. And then she opens it and it's just like sprawled everywhere, you know, <laughs> and it, she just compared it to us feeling like we need to keep up appearances and look perfect all the time. But that there's no, like, we can't really connect and help each other that way. It's when we embrace the imperfectness of our lives and, our, and like, open up about our struggles and vulnerabilities that we are able to connect. and. For sure. I yeah. love that. If that makes that. any sense. It's beautiful. Thank you so much, <laughs> Stephanie. Appreciate you letting us, like, to have this chat and be open and honest and... 
Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Pink Girl Podcast. Join us next time.